Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Another new day, another new morning, another new show. Here we are on Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. Coming up, celebrity birthdays. This day in history, random facts. Headlines from around the world, and next hour, there's a new term for those of us that are late, time blindness. I think we have a condition, my friends. Uh, We'll tell you about that coming up. Plus, Stranger Than Fiction features scammers tricking people into robbing banks, and some good news, a six-year-old saves his little brother, plus a whole lot more on the way today, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479 253 one, two, three, four. And a very pleasant good morning to you. You say it's your birthday and you're a celebrity. Well, we're about to announce your name then. Taylor Russell is 29 today. That's Judy Robinson on the Netflix Lost in Space remake. Chase Crawford, who played Nate on Gossip Girl, is 38. Hops, the rapper, 38. Uh, Priyanka Chopra, who played Alex Parrish on Quantico. She's 41 today. Let's see. Michelle? Michael? Michael? Michael Hoosman? 42. He played Dario Naharis on Game of Thrones. I think that's a dude. I don't know. Kristen Bell. That is definitely a girl. She's 43 today. Played Eleanor on The Good Place. Elsa's sister Anna in the Frozen movies and a whole lot more. Jared Hess, who created, wrote, and directed Napoleon Dynamite. Gosh! Eat your ham! Uh, He is 44 today. Kelly uh, Kelly Riley who is Kevin Costner's daughter on Yellowstone. Yeah, what's her name on Yellowstone? Beth. That's right. She's 46 today. And what else we got here? Vin Diesel, 56. Jack Irons, former drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam, is 61. Country Music Hall of Famer inductee Ricky Skaggs is 69. Richard Bronson is 73, the billionaire. Steve Forbes is 76. And let's see here. On this day in history. Oh, by the way, today is World Listening Day and National Sour Candy Day. In 1536, the authority of the Pope was declared void in England by the promiscuous King Henry VIII. In 1536, the British claimed they introduced the concept of voting by secret ballot on this date in 18. 18- 72. In 1947, Harry S. Truman signed the Presidential Succession Act, which established the Speaker of the House and the Senate President Pro Tempore as 
third and fourth in line of the succession for the Oval Office. I wonder what it was before that. Huh. All right. Uh, 1969, on this date, Ted Kennedy, who was inebriated, drove his car off a bridge in Chappaquiddick Island near Martha's Vineyard. His innocent passenger died, Mary Jo Kopechne. Yeah, there's a pretty wild... Uh, was it a movie, I think, on Netflix about that? Anyway, anyway, anyway. All right, let's keep going here. Aliens with Sigourney Weaver was released on this date in 1986. Whitney Houston married Bobby Brown in 1992. They divorced in 2007. She died five years later. And what else we got here? Jurassic Park 2 released in 2001. And in 2013, Detroit became the largest city to ever file for bankruptcy. The city was $18 billion, with a B, $18 billion in debt. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. All right, you get your random fact number one here. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is only the second time Bella Lugosi would play Dracula in a feature film. He played other vampires in the interim, but not Dracula. Okay, well, you vampire fans will probably know that. The population of Washington, D.C. jumps 79% every day when people commute in. Boston has the second biggest daily jump at 40%. Houston's third at 28%. All those commuters wouldn't want to be fighting that traffic every day. I'll tell you what. Abraham Lincoln's son, Robert, wasn't at the theater when his dad was assassinated in 1865, but he was there when two other presidents were killed. He was with James Garfield at a train station in Washington, D.C. when he was assassinated in 1881, and he was in the same building in New York when William McKinley was assassinated in 1901. I would start to say, what is it? Am I the bad luck charm for presidents or what? China. They drink 38% of the alcohol in the world. I mean, they do have the largest population yet. Yes? No? India? I don't know. Don't I, I, don't double check me on that. But anyway, they do have a large population, but they certainly drink more than their fair share at 38% of the alcohol in the world. But it's not stuff you've heard of. It's not Jack Daniels or Bud Light. It's uh, mainly a liquor called Baiju. Yeah, that's what uh, nearly 100% of what they drink is baijiu. I'll have to ask my little brother about that. He uh, spent two and a half years in China in the Peace Corps, so I'm sure he had some baijiu. Probably more than his fair share as well. And your final random fact, Pennsylvania is misspelled on the Liberty Bell. It only has one of the first two ends. It wasn't wrong at the time that the bell was actually made because a few different spellings were in use and circulation, if you will, but it's been wrong since they settled on one official spelling. But, you know, it's hard to carve that out of the Liberty Bell. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant Tuesday morning to you. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here this morning, starting your day with us. It's all being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479 253 Three, four. Next hour, we have a new term that's being coined out there called time blindness for you not-so-punctual folks. I would include myself in that most of the time. And uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, someone has used AI to create a remake of the song Barbie Girl using a legendary country music voice, and it sounds like him. Uh, it's kind of 
I don't know how I feel about it. Anyway, that's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Right now, getting a look at your headlines from around the globe. A Ukrainian strike disabled the only road bridge connecting Russia with the occupied Crimean Peninsula. Moscow used the 12-mile Kerch Bridge, which cost Russia $4 billion to build after it annexed Crimea in 2014 to bring supplies to the front lines in southern Ukraine. It's going to take weeks, more than likely, if not months, for traffic to resume on the vital uh, vital artery. A separate rail bridge, though, is still intact, which is more important for military supplies. Russia said that it would be using ferry and alternative road connections via occupied regions of Ukraine. Separately, Moscow said it's building out a deal that let Ukraine resume much of its... I'm sorry, it's pulling out of a deal that uh, was allowing Ukraine to resume their grain exports, which is raising some concerns about global food supply uh, around the world. And your next headline, unhealthy air quality is predicted to last through today in the Midwest and Northeast as smoke from Canadian wildfires lingers... The East Coast could see several more days after that, according to the National Weather Service. Forecasters say the blazes might rage into the fall in what is already our northern neighbor's most destructive wildfire season. Around 900, almost 900 wildfires are burning, more than half of which uh, are out of control, according to fire officials. Your next headline, pay raises are beating inflation after two years of falling behind. Private sector workers' hourly wages were up more than 4% in June from a year earlier. Those gains have, which is, of course, not adjusting for inflation, by the way, those gains have eased over the past year but remain enough to outpace inflation this summer. Overall, consumer prices in June rose 3% from a year earlier, down sharply from a four-decade high a year earlier. And U.S. stocks in your final headline rose to kick off a busy week of earnings reports yesterday. The S&P 500 added 0.4%, the Dow 0.2%, and the NASDAQ 0.9%. Data also showing that the Chinese economy barely grew in the second quarter, which was a factor behind a hit to global stock indexes and a drop in oil prices. U.S. crude oil fell 1.7% to $74.15 a barrel. Those are your headlines from around the world. Good morning. Good morning to you. Are you running late for work? Well, listen to this because there's a new excuse for always being late. We all have people in our lives who are always late for everything. And it's almost always because they value their own time more than your time. Well, I I mean, we've all been guilty of it, haven't we? I know I have. Of course, chronically late people have plenty of excuses. They always have an excuse, right? And now there's another one, time blindness. Kind of a real thing, not an actual medical condition, but doctors use the term time blindness as a way of talking about the concept of losing track of time. Some people can be more prone than others. Our brains are constantly shifting between two types of attention, automatic attention and directed attention. Automatic attention is your happy place. It's how you focus when you're doing something you like or find interesting. Directed attention is what you use when you're engaged in things you have to do, but really don't want to do. During periods of automatic attention, you can get so engrossed and hyper-focused that you lose track of time. Yeah, because you're doing something you like. But directed attention time, it can be hard to stay focused at all. Time blindness happens when people have trouble balancing the two. For example, people with ADHD or autism tend to have overly strong automatic attention. In those cases, it's more hardwired. For others, it can be manageable, but you need to take efforts 
in managing. Here are some tips to disengage when automatic attention has kicked into overdrive. They say, set a timer on your phone to alert you when it's time to move on. When you don't have a lot of time, try to avoid activities that you know you have a tendency to get lost in. Yeah, don't start watching an addictive show right before bed. Oh boy, that's tough. Or make plans to catch up with an old friend just before an appointment. Yeah, you know you're about to take a phone call that you know you're going to talk for 30 minutes or something like that. And you really need to walk in and start a project. Yeah, try to call them back later. Try the if-then technique is the third tip that the Cleveland Clinic is giving out here. Set goals for yourself to reach, like making dinner. And then after you do that, then you'll do the next thing on your list, like read two chapters of a good book. Yeah, so basically put your life on a schedule and stick to it. Good luck with that time blindness. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. You know, I've always said if people that are breaking the law would just put it into actual productive things, they could be highly successful. I mean, a lot of times criminals may be absent-minded and not really understand or at least not prioritize consequences, but they typically aren't just plain stupid. Some of them are, but if they would be doing things that were productive, they could, uh, well, they could change the world. There's a new scam out there that, uh, it's about people getting tricked into robbing banks. It starts with a Craigslist ad where the scammer claims they need help with an elderly family member. Job duties include things like housework, grocery shopping, and running errands, and trips to the bank. Last week, a woman in Omaha, Nebraska fell for it, showed up at a bank to withdraw some money for the person who hired her. When she got to the window, the scammer said to put the teller on the phone so they could give them their account info. Then once the teller was on, the person on the other line said, This is a robbery! The teller gave the woman an undisclosed amount of cash, and she left thinking it was a normal withdrawal. She didn't find out she'd robbed the bank until later. The same thing happened to another woman in Omaha a few days after that. She didn't leave with any money, but both times the scammer asked them to go deposit the cash into a Bitcoin ATM. This is crazy. There's also a second part of it. They ask for your bank info so they can pay you for the errand. Then they steal your money instead. These women aren't facing any charges since they didn't mean to commit a crime, but the scammers will if they ever catch them. A police department in Maine posted about this type of scam the other day, so it's not just happening in one part of the country. It could happen anywhere. Here's Lieutenant Kyle Steffen talking about the scam. Well, the initial reaction, we were somewhat surprised. After the first one, we were definitely on the lookout for. And so anytime that uh, they start asking for money to be sent online, that's uh, the biggest red flag that jumps up. And that is sad that they are doing this to people and people that were just trying to help and get a job and make ends meet and do the things that they need to do. And then they just scam them. Uh, honey, I uh, accidentally robbed a bank today. Yeah, that would be uh, odd. <laughs> anyway, ah, you know what it is. Straight to the fiction. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for listening here this morning. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A six-year-old kid in South Carolina saved his little brother's life this month. His name's Atticus Whitlock. He was swimming in his grandparents' pool when his two-year-old little brother, Anson, fell in and no one realized. Scary situation. Atticus saw him at the bottom of the pool, swam down there, pulled him up. Little guy's okay. The mom says she and her husband were both there watching them, but looked away for just a split second. That's how fast it could happen. Here's Atticus Whitlock and his mother, Savannah, talking about saving his little brother from drowning in their grandparents' pool. I saw him down top of the water. I had 
my goggles on. I didn't know what it was, so I went under as him, Anson. I went under, then I grabbed him and pulled him up. Nobody even saw him fall into the pool. After Atticus came up with him, I jumped in the pool and swam to meet him, and I literally just hugged both of them. And I told Atticus, I was like, I am so proud of you. Wow, what a great story. Very scary deal. Certainly a warning. Hey, you got to keep an eye on the kids at all times. But what a little hero Atticus is. Saving his little brother. That is fantastic and should put you in a good mood, right? If you got a story out there, we'd love to tell it. We love catching people doing good. Email it to show at ikewingate.com. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. Well, I'm hesitant of this next story because it involves AI using the voice of a classic country legend Johnny Cash in, you know, the Barbie movies coming out. Well, you remember a few years back, several years back, the Barbie Girl song from Aqua. You remember that song? It's uh, kind of, you know, resurfaced because of the new Barbie movie. Here's here's a little uh, sample for it. Okay, so uh, sorry, that's probably going to be in your head most of the day, but they, uh, some folks on the interwebs used AI to come up with a version of that song with none other than Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party, cause I'm in a Barbie world. Well, if they free me from this AI, if my voice was only mine, I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line. Far from Barbie world, that's where I want to stay. I just don't know about this. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party and take my blues away. Yeah, so a little bit of a mashup there, you know. Not strictly just the Barbie song there, though. But uh, did it not sound like Johnny Cash? It sure did to me. Uh, That's scary. I just, I'm not ready for this AI. But it is better than this original version, I will say that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, all right, good morning. Now, your headlines. Republican presidential candidate and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson said yesterday in an interview that the reason he was jeered and booed at a political event was due to, quote, the stranglehold former President Trump has on his party. Hutchinson, who announced his candidacy in April, was greeted by boos and chants of Trump when he appeared on stage to speak at the Turning Point Action Conference in West Palm Beach, Florida on Sunday. Hutchinson said, quote, Well, it's a different day and time. And that reflects Trump's stranglehold on a certain element of the party, he told Leland Vitrit on News Nation's The Hill. But when you saw in the audience, there were thousands of young people who I was speaking to, and they were listening, end quote. A man who tried to get away from police was killed when he crashed his motorcycle Sunday morning. Arkansas State Police say Don Bird, 52 years old of Yellville, turned onto a private drive off of Spivey Road and hit a cable that was stretched across the highway. Bird was thrown from the motorcycle and later died. Police have not said 
why they tried to pull him over. And a woman who works for the University of Arkansas was booked on a charge of sexual assault. Stephanie Niepling, 42, of Rogers, admitted to a detective that she did perform sex acts with a minor, according to the affidavit of probable cause. The victim told police she had messaged him via Snapchat and sent him photos. She's facing a charge of fourth-degree sexual assault and was was released on a $50,000 bond in order not to have any contact with minors during the case, except for family members. Neepling works in external relations for the University of Arkansas's Division of Agriculture, according to the State Chamber of Commerce website. She previously worked for Governor Asa Hutchinson as Deputy Director of Constituent Services. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant Tuesday morning to you. Hey, remember, tomorrow we are back with Talking Law with Thurman and Flanagan. Greg Thurman will be in studio. And uh, some great information is what he is going to disclose for everyone listening. So uh, check that out tomorrow morning, right around 7.50. All right. Now we got a tip for you. A summer money-saving tip. And you're going to say, no doy when you hear this. But uh, it's interesting that uh, this Verify site put this out. I've been, I've been seeing the headline and I thought, well, we'll go, ahead and, we'll go ahead and put it on here in case somebody needs to hear it. And then I'll offer you my unsolicited opinion about it. But anyway, quick summer tips. Saving a little money here. Don't leave the ceiling fan on unless someone's in the room. Now basically, if uh, if a ceiling's if a ceiling fan's on and no one's there, does it actually make anything cooler? Basically not. Fans in general don't cool the air off. They just cool you off. So if you leave them on when you're not there, you're just wasting electricity. Your body cools itself off through evaporation of sweat. When air moves across your skin, it happens faster. It's just the way it is. It also carries heat away from your body. So fans actually do cool you down in two different ways. Carrying the heat away, helping the air move across your skin to allow the evaporation of sweat. Uh, They don't actually uh, change the temperature in the room itself, though. That's basically what your air conditioner is for. So unless you're in the room with the fan blowing, they don't do much. So unless you're in the room, does a fan actually cool anything? Apparently it doesn't, though. The exception is if you have a window open and it allows the air to keep moving. But the motor of the fan does give uh, off a little bit of heat. So in some cases, it it may raise the temperature of the room. But pets, if you've got pets at home, that's another reason you might want to leave the fan on because if there's someone there to feel the cooler air or the, uh, the, the, the flow of air, then it actually is able to cool them down. Now, I, I don't completely agree with this because is there not another school of thought that you're circulating air throughout your house? You're keeping it from becoming stale? And so you're moving the air in these rooms, and as the air conditioner comes on and off, it's, you know, air is being sucked up through your air intakes, right? And circulated throughout the house. To me, it makes for better circulation and flow. Right? Okay. But maybe it won't actually cool you. Now, I will say this. When we built our new house, we did put a fan or two, a ceiling fan or two, on our back deck. And I walk outside sometimes and those things are on. No one's there. And I'm thinking, oh, well, we're just going to cool the the wilderness here. But one of the reasons we have left them on at times is because birds kept trying to build nests on top of them. And same with wasps. 
you know, around the fans. So you keep them moving, keep them away. That's another reason. But according to the experts, fans don't make air cooler if no one's there to feel the flow, <laughs> feel the flow of the air. Now, one final tip here. In summer, your fans should be running counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. Okay, to push the cooler air down. Now, in the winter, they run clockwise to help the warm air put the warm air down. I don't know. Do these people even know what they're talking about? Anyway, I do it every year. Hoping it makes a difference. Maybe it doesn't make any difference at all. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing. One that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it. Listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta, We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.